Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica, from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Okay, before we begin today's episode, I need to let you know some exciting news. If you've been listening to this podcast and you are still not a part of the sisterhood, what are you doing? The sisterhood is my year-long live coaching program. I hate calling it a program. It is an immersive experience. I'm in there for 12 months coaching you live. You are surrounded in such a safe, beautiful space with other women who are healing their past, who are creating the life they desire, who are working through the content that I myself teach in there, live masterclasses, live sisterhood immersion days, live hot seat coaching calls, live sister circles where we just cry and shed all our shit. It is the jam, honestly, the best thing in the universe. It is my favorite thing that I get to do. I'm so blessed and so honored to work with my amazing clients on changing their damn lives for real. We do the work for real. So I want to let you know that the sisterhood is currently open. Our intake is open. We are accepting new sisters. So if you are interested and you've been listening to this podcast or you've been enjoying the content here, you need to come over and check out the sisterhood. Head to the link in the show notes or go to thequeenofconfidence.com. Click on Sisterhood while enrollment is open. It will be closing soon, and we do not take everyone in at all times. There are certain times of the year where we intake because this work is so damn deep. I cannot wait to welcome you into the hood. And lastly, if you have any questions and you're like, I don't know, what about my time zone? What about this? What about that? Please feel free to head to the website, click book a call. You can book a call with me or with Nikki on our team, and we will answer any questions you have to see if this program is the right fit for you. All right, let's get into today's episode. Hello, my darling. Welcome to the podcast. I am super pumped to chat with you about this topic today. If you are brand new here, welcome. You have a lot of catching up to do. There's a lot of episodes for you to listen to. If you have been here before, what is good? Welcome back, my darling queen. Let me tell you why I wanted to talk about this, because there is so much that we experience as human beings on planet Earth. There is a lot of shit that happens, uh, I say for us, right? But we might say there's a lot of shit that happens to us. And I think depending on how we see, on how we see our pain, depending on how we see the shit that's happened, will depend on what we do with our experiences. And I recently just came back, we had another retreat, it was a business retreat, but don't get it twisted. Business retreats still mean personal shit, right? Because how we what happens in our personal life shows up in everything shows up at work shows up in how we parent shows up in relationship, you know, shows up in our career and our business and our bodies and our health and our wellness, it shows up. 
And so if you ever hear me speak about this, I am such a fan of the self-work, the self-work over anything. My work, meaning working on myself with a coach, with a therapist, with a mentor, retreating, you know, going inside of ourselves to look at that shit. And it's hard and it's scary and it's uncomfortable. And I'm like, yo, there is a gift. There are so many gifts in our pain. And there's this thing that I always talk about, an analogy. It's like, you don't get to become resilient, become vigilant, become knowledgeable, become strong. You know, like you don't get to become all these amazing things that we become from pain unless you go back or you go into that pain and you find the gift. It's like a, there's a movie Finding Joe that I make my sisterhood women watch or I invite them to watch in one of our modules. And it's like, he says, mine the gold from the situation. Like there's fucked up shit going on all day, every day around the world. I mean, there's a lot going on right now. And I'm sure that you've even gone through something really messed up and really difficult. And if you actually go back to that moment, that horrible thing that you moved through and you look now with hindsight and go, shit, it, because of that moment, I became more vigilant. Because of that moment, I learned about boundaries. Because of that moment, I learned how to speak up and speak my truth and voice my opinion. You know, because of that horrible thing, this great thing awakened in me. And it's like that for all of us. But if we just go, nah, that shit was horrible. There was nothing good about it. There was nothing good about what I just experienced. And I never want to talk about it or look at it or do anything with it. I'm like, what a waste. You already suffered. You already went through that hard thing or you're going through it right now. I'm like, go back and get the lesson. How do we get the lesson from it? And here's the thing. I think that I'll speak for myself. Here's what happened to me. I was in so much pain growing up. I was in so much pain when I lost my husband. I was in so much pain being sexually abused, growing up in foster care. I mean, there was so much messed up stuff that I went through that the last thing I wanted to do was go back and visit it and talk to a therapist and pick it apart. I didn't want to do that. And I definitely didn't want to take responsibility for how my life and my relationships, especially because I was dating all these terrible men who I definitely didn't need to be with, but I didn't know at the time. So I was attracting these terrible relationships and almost like in denial. Has that ever happened to you? I don't know about you, but I have been in denial in my life. And it's like, I don't want to look at how horrible my relationships are. I don't want to look at how messed up my bank account or my debt or my money issues are. I don't want to look at how much I hate my job. I don't want to look at how, what a bad relationship I have with women, friends, you know, air quotes, friends, but I don't have any real friends. I don't want to look at that. I don't want to look at that. I don't want to look at that. I don't want to look at my body or the bad relationship I have with alcohol or food. I'm numbing out. Cool. We don't want to look at it. We don't want to see it. Because once we see it, once we ourselves identify that there is an unhappiness, that there is a problem, that there is some shit that's not matching up, that there is a lack, once we see it, we have to do something about it. But honestly, most people live in denial because of this. Most people say to me, yeah, Erica, I want to change my life. Yeah, I want to be confident like you. Yeah, I want to make money. Yeah, I want to, I want to have a husband. I want to have a Hamish just like you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, all right, 
Talk to me about what area of your life isn't working. Talk to me about that. Let's talk about where you are right now. Let's talk about your trauma. Let's bring up the past. What's going on? What have you moved through and where are you going? They're like, nah, 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 nah. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, I don't ever want to go back to that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to deal with that shit. I'm done with that. And I'm like, no, 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 baby. You are not done with that. And that is not done with you. Maybe you think you're done with that, but that shit's not done with you. I said it in my book. I'm going to say it again. If you don't deal with your shit, your shit will deal with you. That's the reality of it. So you could pretend that you're not dealing with it. You're not working on it. You're not going air quotes back to the past. By the way, we don't go to the past. Our future depends on our fucking past. Most of us, most of the people that I coach and work with literally take the past and put it into the future. And that's how they live their lives. They do what they've always done and they get what they've always gotten. And I'm like, fuck that. Hell no. If you want something new, if you want to stop creating what you've already had, if you want to stop doing the same shit you were doing before, if you want to stop attracting the same relationship, the same friends, the same shitty jobs, the same bullies into your life, the same lack of boundaries, you need to stop doing the shit that you've been doing. And you cannot look to your past to go, how's my future going to be? There's an analogy that one of my mentors used to say, when you're in a boat, the wake, which is the waves at the back, the wake does not drive the boat. You don't look to the wake to drive the fucking boat. You look forward. And then forward, there's nothing. You are, you are creating a path. You are setting the path. You are writing the next chapter, the next page, the next book. You don't go, what, what chapter did I just read? I'm going to put the next chapter into the front. No, nobody wants to do that. But I'm telling you right now, if you don't look to your life, if you don't revisit these areas that were difficult, obviously guided in the right space, right? You know what I'm saying? If you don't go back to that, you can't claim the gifts. And there are gifts in your pain. There are so many gifts in the shit that you went through. It's like there's gold, there's diamonds. I use the analogy of like a piece of shit at your door that's stinky and hot and it's poo and it smells and it's fucking gross, a dog shit at your door. And you're like, oh, fucking gross. Somebody come and clean this up so I can have a nice life and I can step over my front door. I'm like, no, you don't get to do that. Like you don't get to pretend that that fucking hot piece of shit is not at your front door stinky as hell. And I'm like, what if there was a bazillion dollars in there? The man or woman of your dreams, the life that you want, the future, the career, the business, the impact. What if everything you wanted was in that hot, stinky piece of shit? You're like, no way. I'm like, yup. <laughs> like, yes. Everything I've ever had and created, everything I have right the fuck now is because I went into the, the truckload because I had a truckload of stinky hot shit at my front door. A truckload. And I'm like, Put in a fucking full body suit, jumping in that shit, swimming. I'm like, let's go. Let's find this shit. That's what it feels like when you're doing this work, especially when you work with me. If you're in the sisterhood, you already know. It feels, it's hard. You're crying. You're emotional. You're, you know, it's a lot. That's why I believe in group coaching. I, I believe in it so much. I've sat in offices with therapists by myself feeling like, you don't understand. This is my drama. Oh my God, poor me. And then I've sat in rooms with other women who feel exactly how I feel and have experienced similar things, ooh, there is so much power in that. And that's how we used to sit back in the day in the villages, wherever you're from, whatever your lineage is, whatever the, the, your, your background, your ancestors, we did not sit in an office by our fucking selves as women. We sat in circle on our vaginas on the floor, holding hands, kumbaya, whatever, passing babies around, breastfeeding and shit, naked, I don't know, we, we sat in circles. 
supporting each other. We didn't go into a private room, a little hut, and close the door with a little leaf and be like, I got to talk about myself privately. Nobody did that, yo. Like, this new world we live in where we're by ourselves, we got fucking fences up, locking the doors, and I'm one of those people, by the way. right like my house got broken into i'm so scared i'm like oh who's that knock the door cctv pitbulls like electric fence right i feel you but at the same time when we're healing if we can't heal in an environment by ourselves where we think we're the only one that went through that where we don't have support where we're not guided where we're not seen this is why this is why i'm like join the sisterhood work with me come join our program come join our community like this is why because i see The power of being witnessed, the power of safe fucking spaces where you can show. Sometimes people share shit that other people would be like, that's dangerous, that's scary. And I'm like, you know what's dangerous and scary is that that woman has nowhere else to share that. That to me is more dangerous and scary that we get shamed and blamed and, and, and taken away from our families and we don't like our families turn their back or our friends are like, you're too much or that's, that's so full on. I can't hear that out. Like, where can we be heard? Where can we be seen? Where can we sit in the shit? And it's not supposed to feel comfortable. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Talking about my sexual abuse and losing my husband and getting fucking kidnapped and like having a miscarriage. None of that was comfortable. Why should it feel comfortable? Why can't we be with uncomfortable shit? None of that felt good at the time. But you know what feels good is going, that shit didn't happen for nothing. Because I was sexually abused at nine years old, I spoke up. I was one of the kids that told my mom because my mom told me when I was five to tell her. So it was my mom that made the difference. So she could blame herself for that sexual abuse or she could blame herself for teaching me to share and speak to her. If you're going to blame yourself, blame yourself for all of that shit because she also taught me that. And when I was sexually abused at eight, almost nine years old, I told my mother. And that day, outspoken Erica, justice-seeking, outspoken Erica was fucking born. So if I just look like, poor me, I was sexually abused, that was horrible. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. I'm not saying that shit was good. I'm not happy it happened. But it happened. And who did I become? What is the gift there? The gift is... I only know myself to be outspoken. That's who the fuck I am. When I go, who am I? I am a voice that speaks. I don't give a shit if people like me or not. I'm going to say what I need to say for myself. And if I say the wrong thing, I'll apologize and I'll learn my lesson. But I'm always going to speak my truth, my voice and my truth and justice. That shit is like at the core of Erica Kramer. That's at the core. And that happened when I was nine years old in a sexual abuse interaction. Why am I telling you this? Because if I flip it the other way, oh my God, what a horrible thing. That's it. End of story. What a horrible thing. And because of that, I became this person. Now, I'm telling you right the fuck now that us by ourselves figuring this out in our heads, it doesn't work like that. We have to commit to working, being in communities, sharing, speaking, holding each other. I love Gabor Mate. He says, you can't hold space. And we say that a lot in the sisterhood, in my, in my coaching group. I'm going to hold space for you. We ho- we're holding space for you. If you think about that, you actually can't hold space. Space is everywhere. You can't hold it. You can't pick it up. It's like catch my breath. I can't catch it. I am breath. I am space. We are that. So he says, what do you do then? You allow. You respect the space. You allow the space. You stand in the space with the people and allow it and respect it. 
And at the retreat we just had in February, that retreat was big. It was huge. And if you want to come to retreat, we're having another one in June. Come to Australia. Come to the retreat. It's next level. At the retreat, we said the same thing. Listen, we trust your process. We are going to allow you to take whatever space and do whatever it is you need to do. And we will respect your space. And we will allow the space. And we will be with you in space. But we are not holding. And it's powerful because we're not meant to do this shit by ourselves. We were never like we were never meant to be isolated, to be locked down, to be quarantined alone. We were never meant to be doing any of that shit on our own. And for the past two years, that's how we've been living. And in some countries like Australia, in some places here, it's still happening like that. So you're going to tell me we don't have a, a desire and a need to connect? Of course we do. And to me, I love when we can speak about the things, when we can talk about the pain, when we can give space and give air to the pain, because in that pain, if we are willing to look at it, we will find the pleasure. We will find the lessons. We will find who we've become. There is so much. There's gifts in all of it. There is a gift in the shit, right? Like platinum gold in that piece of shit at your front door. I'm like, what if we all helped you? What if we all got some gloves on? What if this was like a family affair? You know, the sisterhood to me, they're like my, they've held more, they've allowed and held more space for me than anybody I know. And it's like, whereas women, do we have these spaces where perfectionism doesn't win, where comparison does not come in, where judgment is, does not live here? Like judgment. You're four years, almost five years I've had this program. And I'm telling you right now, it's like sisterhood Vegas. What happens in sisterhood Vegas stays in sisterhood Vegas. It's so powerful. So I, I talk about it so much because I'm like, I, I, I literally lose sleep thinking about women out in the world not having other women that they can speak and depend on and they can work with and they can be seen. Like, yo, to be seen, to be seen in your shit, to be allowed and respected space for to unravel and not have to be happy, not have to be nice, not have to be cute, not have to be chirpy. You could be how you are. How fucking amazing is that? So I'm telling you right now, if you are willing and able and supported and guided enough where you can go into your shit and see that, yes, it's fucked up what happens. And yes, it's horrible that people experience difficulties. Yes. But none of it happens for nothing unless we pretend and delete it and never go back through and never claim the gift. There is a gift in your pain, in all of your pain. And let me tell you something. If you're in pain right now, don't look for the gift. You will not find the gift right now if right now you are in pain. Right now you're in pain and that's your process and time and being in that pain and feeling your feelings and crying and sitting with it. And it sucks. I hear you. Yo, a breakup, a heartbreak. Like I, I can't imagine like... I can't imagine. I think about people that lose their children, a heart heartache when you break up with someone. And I know it's not the same. I'm not saying they're the same. I'm just saying the things that are like, it just sucks so bad. And there's no way out of it. You have to sit in it and feel it. So I'm not telling you, look for the gift if you're in the shit right now. I'm saying be in the shit right now. But if you've been through a lot of shit and right now you're not in the shit, and you're like, I don't have what I want. I don't know why. I'm like, my darling, there's like a secret GPS fucking map that you left in those difficult times. And you try to close the door and bury Pandora's box and be like, never got to do that again. I'm like, you're right. You don't. 
I enjoy going back. I enjoy going to those moments because I, I enjoy flipping the script on who am I becoming? How do we create resilience? Truly, how? There has to be resistance. There has to be difficulty. There has to be adversity. We cannot become strong and, and resilient without that. But imagine we just go, all oh, the fucked up shit happened to me and I'm a victim of my life and God hates me and I'll never have what I want and I'm a piece of shit and I'm damaged goods and I'm broken. Oh, it makes me like get emotional because that's exactly what I thought about myself. That's what I thought about myself. Imagine I walk around believing that about myself and do I hit my potential? No, I don't. And is that true? No, it's not. Our difficult things, your pain has gifts your pain what if it was here to up level you if you survived if you're listening to me you have a fucking 100 percent survival rate you are alive still you are alive you're you're still fucking here i'm like get the fucking reward get the reward stop sit, sitting and sulking and feeling bad feeling like shit no you are here i love yo there's a last thing i'll say I'm in this training with Gabor Mate. I've been talking about it the whole time. I love him. I'm, I'm obsessed. I'm going to try to get him on the podcast. I am going to get him on the podcast. Correction. He's coming on the podcast. It's going to happen. And he talks about how he coaches people, works with people, does therapy with people who their parents were going to abort them. And, and the, the, they knew the client knows that their parent tried to abort them. And they feel unworthy. They're like, my parents didn't even want me. And they feel so unworthy. And he flips this shit. And he says, your parents tried not to have you, yet you still are here. Something loved you so much that even when that happened, you still came through and you're alive. They lo- that's, you're fucking more loved than anyone on this planet. Because even when someone tried to not have you, you still came through. Wow. How special are you that even when that tried to get you out, try to not have you, Somehow something loved you enough to have you come through and be here in this moment when all the fucking odds were stacked against were stacked against you. And I was like, damn, what a different perspective. What a different way of looking at things. And I'm going to leave you with that. Is there another way that you can see your pain? Is there another way that you can see the hard shit that happened to you? Is there another way that you can look at your life? I believe there is. I believe there is. And I'm living proof of that shit. I am living proof of that. And I know many thousands, hundreds of women, of people that I have met with similar messed up stories that should not be here, yet they are and they are thriving because they found the gift in their fucking pain. That's what I got to say to you. I love you. Have a great week. If you want to do the work with me and you enjoy this and you love how I do things, you already know I would love to have you. Stop fucking around. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Let's move all this pain and all this shit that we are in, in community together so we can heal and we can live the life that we fucking want and be fully expressed because we did not come here to play small and have a mediocre life. We did not. There's nothing wrong with you or with me or with her or with them. Nothing wrong. Claim your shit. Step into it. And if it's down for you and you want to do the damn thing with me, check out the show notes. Sisterhood all the way, all day, baby. I love you. Thank you for being here. Have the most amazing week. 
Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes. Subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it. And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to. And I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.